Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. everybody. Welcome back to the show. It's me, Amira, and I want to say a special welcome to all of you guys who this is your first time listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. I know that you could be listening to any podcast in the world, but you're choosing to listen to me. So I am so thankful. I also want to thank all of you who continue to listen, who continue to support Brunch and Slay in every capacity, but especially the podcast, because as you know, this is my baby. This is just my, my, my favorite thing to do these days. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I want to let you guys know that I appreciate all of you who answered the call, who put out your reviews. I still need more. We are moving up in our, in our ranking. So that's amazing. I want to ask that you guys, please go to iTunes. Even if you're an Android user, you don't have to have an iTunes, be an iTunes or have an iPhone person to actually give a ranking. A five-star ranking is greatly appreciated. Um, and also a review, like one sentence. It does not have to be a monologue or a paragraph. Um, I just really want to express to you guys how important it is to do reviews on podcasts. That's truly the only way that we can actually grow since iTunes is basically the only platform that really has the best litmus test of really judging platforms or judging podcasts. It's important to have reviews. So thank you guys for taking time out of your day. That two minutes, that three minutes, that four minutes, I appreciate you more than you will ever know. Uh, if you have already done it, thank you, thank you, thank you. Be sure and share episodes that really float your boat. Uh, share it with your friends, share it on social media, so and tag me so that I can repost and let everybody know how fabulous you are for being supportive and rocking the world with more girl power. So thank you. Uh, I also want to let you guys know that you can support Brunch and Slay, not just the podcast, but Brunch and Slay. I've created some really cool packages uh, from being able to have a photo shoot with us to having your say in the videos that we'll be doing on our Brunch and Slay YouTube channel uh, and even sharing content in private, really cool meetups with different sponsors. So if you want to know more about those, just go to patreon.com forward slash brunch and slay and you can figure out what works for you and what way you want to support the show so now that we've got that taken care of uh, a couple of, like a week ago i guess i put out a call to action and asked you guys to send me ideas and questions and things for shows because i wanted to do more solo episodes because you guys have spoken loud and clear Every time I do a solo, those are the most listened to episodes. I know you love the interviews too, and you love those tidbits, but I appreciate you letting me know that you like hearing me gab and, and laugh and giggle in your ear. It makes me very happy to do so. I told you I could do a solo show every day. I just need topics and I want to give you what you want. So I'm gonna, you're going to see me doing a lot more and I'm going to be answering questions or doing shows based off of topics that you suggest. So today's show is based off a uh, question or, or I guess a suggestion I got about how to charge what you're worth and how to stand firm in that. Now, I'm not going to say that I'm an expert on how to run your business or how to charge anything. As you know, Bunch of Slay is just, we're headed into our second year, so we are still growing. But 
I do know a thing or two about standing firm because of my sales background. So that's why I guess I can talk about this with some confidence because I actually, my background, I was in sales for over 10 years prior to starting Brunch and Slay. Not only was I in sales, but I was a regional sales director. So I trained people, I hired people, I interviewed people, I traveled the country, making sure that my team met their goals. So I can tell you a thing or two about meeting goals, setting goals, and standing firm because it is what it is. So I have a few notes here and bear with me guys, but uh, we're going to start out with, you know, what is charging your worth? You hear that a lot. Okay. Your worth. Okay. I think the best way to do that, if you're, if you're just starting out, I don't want you to discount yourself. You hear a lot of people say, um, you know, you're charging too high. Well, what's too high? You can't know your worth unless there's a, there's a, quite a few things that go into that. If it's a digital product, it's how many hours it took you to put into that product, okay? How much time and energy are you putting into that product and what is your goal? And how many people do you need that goal? Do you need 100 people, you know, 100 downloads? Is that your goal? Is it just the goal of the downloads or is it the goal of the numbers? So if you wanna make $1,000, okay, do you wanna have 1,000 downloads so you have, a a thousand people pay a dollar for this download to get a thousand dollars or do you want to have 10 people pay a hundred dollars to get that thousand dollars it's really about what you're wanting okay if it's a particular event i'll use this example because a lot of people ask me about events how much does it cost you to create this event because you want to actually break even if you're brand new i oftentimes say breaking even is good because you don't have a following if you don't have a following you want to just cover the expenses to get your name out there and there's nothing wrong with that if you're trying to make a profit how much of a profit are you trying to make how many people can the venue hold comfortably how many people can you have there and execute it with excellence that's the thing too. I think that's the main thing. I think consistency and putting out excellence uh, for those, whether it's a product, whether it's a digital thing, whether it is a sweatshirt, whether it's a online boutique, how are you, or what do you want to put out? That's a huge thing. And then knowing your audience, you'll hear me talk about an avatar. An avatar is basically your ideal client, your ideal customer. What would they pay for it? If you know good and well your ideal customer won't pay for anything over $7, then you better figure out what product you can have that's great for $7, right? Um, I think that's, that, that kind of is, that's the worth. When you say know your worth, I think that's part of it. A lot of times people think that's like, well, what am I worth? What would I charge for an hour? Well, that depends on, again, what product you're selling and what you're trying to accomplish. Um, and I, that's basically how you know how much that is. When is it okay not to charge? That's a tricky question for me. Um, I think that's a very blanket question because you don't know what, pe I don't know exactly what it is you're selling. So for example, for me, I love doing free events. You know, I like to do that because I think that's a great opportunity for me to grow my brand. A lot of times it's not that people would not pay for anything I'm, I'm doing. It's just that they don't know the brand. So I love to do free events to give people an opportunity to see what Brunch and Slay is about. And once they come and figure out 
what we are about, that's when they make their personal decision whether or not they would even feel like there's something that they would want to invest in. It's a great opportunity for me to get to know more followers, for me to have opportunities with them on one-on-one um, without the stress of having to sell tickets. I, I really do enjoy doing free events. So I try to do a few of them a year. Um, so for me, a free event is a great opportunity to grow the audience and to connect with my audience. Um, so for me, I don't have a problem doing them. If you are launching a new product, like let's say you're launching a new beverage, it's always great to do something free so people can actually sample it. If you're having a fashion show, it's great to have a free fashion show. Try to find public places that you can go and have your fashion show it that, don't, that won't charge you so that you can get more people there. People are always looking for free events and free entertainment. That's a great way to grow, to your, grow your audience. Okay. If you're talking about a product or service, it might be better for you to not charge to a certain amount of people. Figure out what that number is for you. How many free shirts can you give away for advertisement before it hurts your bottom line? You should actually budget that in. Even when I have events, sometimes, well, not sometimes, I always budget in media, like bloggers and uh, people from magazines that I'm going to have certain tickets put aside for because that's great branding it's great press and it's a great opportunity for me to get in front of people and have them share my brand with their audience so always think about that type of thing always set aside something in your budget for a certain amount even if it's a giveaway if it's a digital course set aside a few giveaways so that you can have that advertisement and get those testimonials from people um so there are some benefits to not charging. One, you can grow your portfolio, like I talked about with testimonials. You can give away a certain amount of product, have people give you testimonials for them, or even have them speak about it on their platform. Uh, you can build your following. You heard me talk about that with the free events. You can have creative freedom. You know, when you're doing a free event, maybe you're not held to a certain I guess, format, because you can actually do it for free. And most people are not too picky about things they get for free. So you can learn, you can learn what works for your audience, what doesn't work, you can do more surveys, you can uh, have more people come who you might want to connect with. Um, you can get feedback, and you can even barter. So perhaps you're going to have um, a product, and you can say, hey, I'll give you this product, in exchange for you giving me your product and then you both feature it on your website. Uh, and that's two different people with audiences. So you can cross audiences, I guess cross pollinate audiences. Um, and like I said, you wanna make sure that you're just making sure that what works for you. And that's, I guess it sounds kind of vague because everything is different, but I think it's definitely important to know your worth, I guess know what you want your, your end outcome is, not necessarily know your worth, but know what your end outcome. What are you striving to achieve? Are you trying to build your audience? If so, you might wanna do more free. If you are trying to meet a, a set number within this particular service or this particular first venture, then yes, you want to be dead on with what your numbers are. How many people do you need to reach each day? How many of those people you reach each day are going to actually click on their link? How many of people who click on that link are actually going to buy your services? So you have to be very narrow in the planning of that. And that's definitely important. And then also, what are you going to do with that? Like, what, do you, what is your goal for that? Are you trying to play bills? Or are you trying to reinvest into your brand? Uh, I often reinvest every dime I make into my brand. I think it's important uh, just to keep the brand consistency. It is not 
easy. You know, there, there are definitely resources out there, but I would say don't cut corners. Once you start on a certain level with your audience, don't start cutting corners. That doesn't mean don't, that doesn't mean you have to continue to do free events or give away free t-shirts or do 50 giveaways the first time. Just make sure that you're consistently touching bases with them and asking them what they want. Don't assume that what they want in a sweatshirt is the same thing they want in a t-shirt. Don't assume that what they want in a brunch is the same thing they want in a, in a happy hour. You really have to ask questions and don't be afraid to ask questions and don't be afraid to ask questions before you invest in something in a big way. Don't go order 300 t-shirts without asking your audience which one they like the most, you know, so definitely utilize the tools that are out there. Um, and, and, and then stand firm. Once you decide what you're going to charge, stand firm in that. Don't be afraid. It, it costs what it costs. That's as simple as that. You know, certain brands don't have sales. Certain brands will never have sales. Like you're not going to go, I've never seen Louis Vuitton have a sale ever. I've seen resale items that are at a discounted rate, but I've never seen them have a sale. They stand firm in their brand and they say either you can afford it or you can't. So you might have to go to a smaller audience for what you're charging. Um, and then also stand fast. If you're going to have discounted rates for something, um, for a big thing, like a big ticket item, I think it's best to do it on the front end, unless it's like a holiday sale or a flash sale that's temporary. Um, I think that's important. I think I learned that the hard way. I had an event once and I had tickets that were the normal price and I typically don't do sales. But I was trying to try something new. I was reading a book as always, and it was talking about different uh, selling tactics and techniques. And they talked about having a sale. So I had a sale and then I had, you know, folks who had purchased tickets before reach out to me and they're like, well, what about us? We bought it full price. It's, we didn't know this was available. And I thought about it. I'm like, that's not really fair. You know, if I was going to have a sale, it should have been for a certain amount on the front end of that particular event. Uh, I'm not talking about if you have particular product and it's always going to be on your site and you're going to have sales every now and then just just that's just okay and it's up to you how you do it but i would be if i spent three hundred dollars on a conference and then two weeks before the conference i saw the tickets went down like 50 percent. i feel some type of way about that <laughs> i feel some type of way about it so just be careful to tr always remember to treat your customers and your in your sales base how you want to be treated and if that wouldn't sit well with you, don't do it to them. That, that's the only litmus test I have for that. Um, so just be careful. And also, I know this question also came up about, and we've talked about this a little bit before, and I hear this topic a lot about friends and family, you know, buying tickets and how to approach that. I think it's a blessing anytime your, your friends or family buy tickets or buy a product from you or merchandise, but I don't think you should rely on it. I mean, even if you have a huge family, if you just depended on them to support your dream, you would not probably reach the goals and the dreams that you have because they, that just wouldn't be the funds that you need. Even if you had a hundred family members who brought it every time, that would not probably pay your mortgage, your car note, your vacation, your lifestyle. So don't be pressed. Don't be upset when they don't support every single thing you do financially. Um, you should not be relying on them to do that. That's a, like I said, that's a, that's gravy. That's a blessing. That's awesome. If you have family who always does it, but that's a lot of pressure on them. And honestly, would you do that? 
Would you buy from them every single time if they had a new product coming out every month, every week? Probably not. So don't get in your feelings and get upset when they don't do the same. So just, just be careful about that. Uh, just mainly, I really think the most important thing is to know who your audience is, know what your end goal is, and map it out, and then check it often. If for some reason, like now, I, this is something I, I've seen a lot lately. There are a ton of events out there, which is no, nothing new, but because we rely heavily on social media, uh, the free part of social media, like Instagram and Facebook, maybe even Pinterest to market these events, with the algorithm changes, events aren't getting as in front of as many people as they were before. So I've seen a lot of people having to cancel events or, re, or pivot or just go back. Um, I think the reason that that's happening, honestly, for these events is because they want us to purchase ads. I definitely purchase ads. I've always purchased ads for events. Um, this is when you definitely need to know your audience. When you know your demographic, they basically, you know, those ads go directly to them. And not just for events. I would even say for products and services, it's important to know exactly who you're talking to. So definitely have an ad budget if you're really wanting to create funds from this event, have an ad budget. You know, you'd be surprised how far $50 can go on Instagram and Facebook for an ad. So run it, run it for more than a day. You're going to need to invest in like a month long worth of ad uh, services. So maybe even a hundred dollars uh, would be a great amount. So don't be afraid to invest in yourself and have that in your budget, have that, have your mind wrapped around it right now and test it. And don't be afraid if you're not getting clicks. Give it a few days, like maybe even five to six days to see how that ad does and adjust it accordingly. And sometimes I'll do two different ads and two, to advertise to two different markets just to see which one performs, kind of like a test A and a test B. So those are great ways also. So stand firm in your, in your amount. If you know, like for me, if I know the venue costs a certain amount, the food costs a certain amount, photographers, videographers, that ad that I'm talking about, all of that's included in my fee. And if I'm trying to make a profit of it, then I know what margin, how much a percent of a profit I want to make from that event. That's going to be included. And I'm going to stand fast in that. I'm going to stand fast in that and I'm not going to waver. You know, and you'd be surprised. People will come at you. They will ask for discounts. They will inbox you. They will ask for all kinds of things. And it's okay to say no. I wouldn't ignore. I think it's okay to say no. Just know, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Just like they won't go to Foot Locker and ask for 50% off of the New Jordans, they won't go to uh, Papado's and say, hey, I need 50% off of my meal tonight. You're, you're, you're in business to make a living or to make, period. You're just in business to make money. That's why we're in business. That's why we go into business. We're monetizing our businesses. So stand firm in that. Don't make excuses. Don't give discounts. Charge. And your family should not get in for free either. My mother even buys tickets to my event. Because she knows that it's a business. My mother is an entrepreneur and she knows that I rely on that to meet obligations that I have as a grown-up. So she's not going to come to me and expect to get in. You know, my sister who is a hairstylist, I always have paid her to do my hair ever since. Even in high school, my sister was, she's older than me. Uh, I would go get my hair done when I lived in Dallas with her every week. And in high school, I paid my sister every week to do my hair because that's how she made her living. That is something that we have to continue to do and we have to hold our friends and family accountable because just, just as if they are a car dealer, they're not going to come in and give you a free car just because 
you know, you're a cousin or you're a friend, they still have obligations. You have obligations, whether it's not, if you're, whether, whether or not your product is a $15 product or a $1,500 product. Now it's up to you if you decide to have a friends and family discount, that's your, you know, whatever you decide, but stand firm in that. Don't feel obligated to give friends and family discounts when this is how you make your living. That's a bad way to start off your business. You're not going to grow that way. You need to get used to flexing that muscle and start off small. If you're not ready to demand it with hundreds of people, start off with 10, then 20, then, you know, 30, 40, 50 and go on, but be firm in it. Do not deviate. It costs what it costs because your price doesn't change. You know, I used to uh, have an event company long before I started brunch and slay. And I would find myself because I wanted to give my clients fabulous events. I would dip into my money plenty of times and like, Oh, that's just $5. just just $6 until one day I realized that had added up to like $300 for someone's wedding. Um, because I didn't want to go back and ask them for something. And I wanted the photos to look well aesthetically because I would use them for marketing. Don't do that. Talk to your client and maybe you just have one particular area that you tell a photographer to take photos of for you or you wear something yourself, you model it yourself for your site or you have a particular, you know, just hone in on what you need is what I'm saying. But be firm, be committed, write that number down, put it on the board, look at it every day and look at that goal. And when you know that that $20 here, $20 there discounted or giving this person a ticket away is discounting that goal, you'll stop doing it. If you write it down and you see it, that'll keep you charging what you're worth or charging what you need to charge. So I hope that was helpful. Um, I hope I didn't sound like a crazy rant, but those are definitely tools. I just think being firm and seeing it in front of you every day, you definitely should write down your goal every day. You should definitely update it. Uh, and that'll let you know if, when you do need to start doing a little bit more marketing when you do need to make a few more posts about it and don't be embarrassed about making posts about the things that you are marketing or selling. That's why people follow you. You know, they're following your brand because they want to connect with that brand. And if you have a product or service that is aligned with that brand, whether it's clothes, hairstyling, microblading, whatever that is, they need to know that's what you offer and you need to talk about it. I don't necessarily think you need to post your pricing on everything, but you definitely need to let them know that this is what you're selling and, and lead them back to, you know, your, your, where they can purchase that, whether that's your website or Eventbrite or whatever the case may be, but don't be ashamed to put that out there. All that's gonna do is frustrate you and make you feel like you failed and you're not failing. You just have to learn how to work the system. And you need to know now that you should be using more Insta story and more Facebook story because that people are seeing that a lot sooner than what they're seeing what you put on your feed. So use that a lot more to market your whatever you're selling as opposed to what we used to could do is just put in our feed and people would see it. It just doesn't work like that. That's why we should definitely be using our websites. But that's a whole nother web episode. But I want to thank you guys again for your feedback. Keep the topics coming. If I need to grab an expert to answer your questions, I have no problem doing so, as you know. Um, I'm, I definitely am thankful that you asked me these questions. This is something I definitely know about when it comes to sales. I tried to be concise. I don't want to talk your ear off, but I hope that was helpful. If you need more information about it, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, I'm always happy to help. Uh, I am so thankful to have you guys. Don't forget to review the show and give that five-star rating. We're moving on up, guys. I, I can't wait to celebrate when we hit 100 reviews. I'm so excited. Uh, we are a little ways off from that, so let's keep them coming, guys. And until next time, it's I'm Amira, and this is Brunch and Slay. Oh, <laughs>